Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. All right, we're rounding out hour number one here on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And we're going to end the hour on the exasperation note. Uh, if you've been following, of course, uh, we have been tracking. We have told you th- since September that, uh, of course, they raised the debt ceiling uh, to continue to pay the bills and magically, amazingly, shockingly uh, set a date right before the holiday break for members of Congress to have to raise the debt ceiling again. And here we are. And rather than do this in a way that is outlined in the Constitution or the way that it's called do your job category, uh, Congress continues to use this as a political football, as a way to raise funds, as a way to create division and sound bites and talking points. And then sadly, the real sad part of this is that we are going to raise the debt ceiling. We've told you that all along, despite every prediction of some kind of awful, horrible, terrible thing happening to the country, uh, it's not going to happen. And as we've been telling you, it will get taken care of before they break for the holidays, just in the nick of time, because they're going to save the day. And in classic Washington form, this was not about assembling the 435 members of the House of Representatives or teeing up the 100 senators who represent the 50 states. This was about two people in a room figuring out how they thought this would best position them politically. So the majority leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, the minority leader, Mitch McConnell, have been in a room hashing out what they think matters. And then... Because the clock is ticking, remember, catastrophe's on the way if we don't raise the debt ceiling. And so then they come out to their members and say, this is the best we can do. This is all we can do. We have to get this done. Nobody wants a calamity before Christmas. Nobody wants it before the break. And every member of Congress wants to get home for the holidays. So this is it. And so the process began in the House of Representatives, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Uh, explained what they passed in the House, which is, you want to talk about using loopholes. This, again, both sides are to blame on this. Equal opportunity offenders today. But here's how Nancy Pelosi explained what they did in the House. Uh, The legislation we passed provided a process under which we could pass, lift the debt ceiling with a uh, simple majority rather than 60 votes in the Senate. So rather than have a real discussion and a real debate and a real vote, we're going to use a little procedural maneuver, a little gimmick uh, that will allow the Senate to then just pass it on a majority rather than having to go through the hard work and heavy lifting of actually contemplating what it is that they're doing. Last night, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke to reporters about the agreement. Think about this. The agreement he reached with Senator McConnell. This was not an agreement reached With all members of Congress, this was not an agreement reached with the American people. This was behind closed doors. This is what he said. 
And we believe we shouldn't be doing anything that puts uh, our full faith and credit in jeopardy. Our goal has been to increase the debt limit. We want a simple majority without a convoluted, risky, lengthy process. And it looks like the Republicans will help us facilitate that. So we feel very good about where we're headed on debt ceiling. It's not done till it's done. But the idea of letting Democrats carry it ourselves is what we've always said. And that's the direction we are headed in. Now, let me interpret just a little bit of what Senator Schumer said. We don't want a convoluted, risky process. What he's saying is we don't want any headaches. We don't want to actually have a debate in front of the American people. What he is saying is we just want to take care of this behind closed doors. Either because we're smarter or we know the political risks better or our, we think that it's better for our side, whether that's blue or red, Democrat, Republican, uh, what the administration wants. So that is what Chuck Schumer said as majority leader. The senator said, hey, we don't we don't want to have any debate. We don't want to have an amendment process where we could make it better or get it more specific. Not to be outdone while speaking to reporters, Senator Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, one of the other two behind those closed doors, he made the case now that he had made the deal why Republicans should get on board. I think this is in the best interest of the country by avoiding default. I think it is also in the best interest of Republicans who feel very strongly that the previous debt ceilings that we agreed to when President Trump was here carried us through August. And this current debt ceiling is indeed about the future and not about the past. All right, so let me interpret what the minority leader, Mr. McConnell, is saying. Uh, Whenever you get to this, this is our only choice. This is what's in the best interest of the country. And if it's in the best interest of the country, it's in the best interest of the Republican Party. Uh, This is how we're going to deal with this. Uh, This is exactly, this is exactly what the problem is. Because this is how Democrats and Republicans in the House and in the Senate are governing the country. Everything is done this way. You create some natural disaster, some manufactured disaster of what's going to happen if we don't do this or don't do that, if we had just done our job in the first place. Now, I reminded you before we started this last round with the debt ceiling that this was going to all come down right before the holidays, as predicted. Here we are, December the 8th. They're going to get this wrapped up so they can get out of town. And and here's what you're going to hear next. So both Leader McConnell, Minority Leader, and the Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, they have both determined that politically it is better for them to punt this down the road. Now, recently we've seen this done in very small increments. Three months here, raised by a specific number there, six weeks at a time, 12 weeks at a time. We kind of limp our way through the year with facing one more calamity after another. But we always make it just in time. But now here's the new calculation. So just so you can set your watches, uh, we're going to call this same time next year. Both sides have determined that their best bet 
for the midterm elections is to not be dealing with the debt ceiling problem. So the agreement that Leader McConnell and Leader Schumer have come up with will punt the debt ceiling to same time next year. So once again, I'm going to have Ty set the shot clock. We're going to go exactly, I think we're going to go exactly to December 8th next year. Uh, That is when the debt ceiling is going to be hit. And we're going to have this same conversation and it will be done behind closed doors again. None of this is necessary. All of this is avoidable. Congress needs to do its job, pass the budget, pass the bills, and pay the bills. It's all very simple. All right, we're going to come back with hour number two on Inside Sources. Thanks for joining us here on KSL News Radio. Much more to come. Stay with us. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.